Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Let's go to the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline. Welcome in Tom Murphy from the Arkansas Democrat Gazette. Hello, Tom. How are you? Guys, I'm doing quite well. It's always a pleasure to be on the show. Well, good. All right, we're debating KJ. Coach has talked about him a little bit from the teleconference, was answering a question from you, I believe. Um, how much or does KJ play this week, do you think? Yeah, that's a great question. And I'm, I'm starting to like get the feel that maybe a lot of the things Sam Pittman was saying this week was leading up to maybe KJ not playing and maybe like mm. – Look, you know, he battled through this clavicle thing last week. He was sore. It hurt him, you know, and he wasn't on his game. It was very clear early on. I mean, he got better. His accuracy improved as the game went on, but his his downfield throws weren't very accurate. And they made a big deal this week of saying that the team believes in Malik Hornsby and we can move the ball and we have a good game plan. And so I think all that being said, maybe it feels like they're building toward a Malik Hornsby game. But – I'm not going to rule it out because here's what happened last week. The players weren't sure who was going to start, and K.J. wanted to play. And he, he got a Novocaine shot, and he battled through it, and he played. And I think probably everybody looked in the mirror and said, you know, how are we the best? What's the best for K.J.? And um, I think mentally, like, he would be more prepared to say, I need to rest my shoulder. I don't know what's going to happen. But I think all of that has come into play. And I know Sam Pittman and Kendall Browles, there's been a lot of questions about, you know, the why. Did you not trust Hornsby enough? And all this stuff. And I think when you're actually in that moment, you're going through it. You're like, well, our star player who's led us to a lot of big wins says he feels good enough to play. We have to trust that. Um, and as he struggled the first three, four, five series, I think the question was, was asked on the sidelines, hey, what do we need to do here? Do we need to look at bringing Malik in? And Kendall Browles is like, he'll get it together. And he did. It just happened too late. The same questions would have arisen had they successfully converted the two-point play and wound up winning the game. It's just that the questions would have been more like, oh, hey, we won, but you know, now what do we do with KJ? So I don't know. I, I think we're going to see Malik Hornsby some in this game, even if KJ starts it. Um, but – I don't know. I think keeping things under wraps a little bit sometimes is can be beneficial for you. I mean, look, Liberty did the same thing last week. You know, and a lot of the early game failures when they weren't having success wasn't like KJ was missing a bunch of throws. It was they couldn't run the ball. You know, they were it's third and twelve. Well, even when KJ's healthy and his best, they're not great. Not a lot of teams are great at third and 12. You know what I'm saying? It was kind of the failure early yeah. on was running the ball. And that goes back on the offensive line. And it doesn't matter who the quarterback is if they can't run the ball. Right. And, and I, was, I think I was just simplifying things for the quarterback part of it. But, yeah, um, Liberty's defensive game plan was outstanding. Um, I can't give you the exact mechanics of it all. But basically, according to Sam Pittman, they were, they were having – blitzers come high at the mesh point and so it it, it made kj's read tough and uh, several times he gave it to rocket and the dude was right there several times he kept it and the dude was right there and then as sam Pittman said on his radio show the line needed to be flatter and that i think what that meant was to not allow the twisting to get through into the backfield and they were trying to get underneath some of the twisting 
and they struggled to do that early in the game. Now, they did have some huge success. A.J. Green had a bunch of big runs, and Rocket Sanders had three in a row where they, they did have success. But the K.J. part was I specifically was thinking about a fourth and five where Keetron Jackson was running, yep. running a shallow crossing route, and he's there. I mean, if he puts it on his hands, not only does he have the change, but he might break free and get deeper in the secondary, but he threw it behind him. And there were several plays like that during the game where you just saw K.J. And then maybe he held the ball too long in the pocket many times. Um, Aaron Murray was saying on the broadcast, he just needs to run. And even if that means running and staying behind the line and looking for somebody, um, as he did last year against LSU, as Jaden Daniels has done a lot, then it can extend plays and make things happen. But he was just off his game, and that was clear. Tom Murphy with us from the Arkansas Democrat Gazette, wholehogsports.com. All right, let's talk about LSU, the high of what they'd experienced last week. In the old days with uh, Les Miles, you could count on LSU having a letdown. Coach Orgeron did, I thought, a really good job of keeping them uh, level-headed and not getting too high the week after a big win. I got to think Brian Kelly is the same way. I, I, I respect him as a coach, and I, I think there will be a little letdown. It's human nature, but uh, I don't think there will be a big drop-off this week. What do you What do you think and expect out of LSU? Yeah, I like the question, and I like the phrasing of it, too, because, yeah, the Les Miles teams every once in a while would just deliver a dud. And I'm actually in there writing about it right now, about the 2014 game. They just came up here, and it was cold and frigid, and they didn't like it, and they played like it. Um, and so Brian Kelly, like, early this week started the whole thing of, like, we're, we have to have a different mentality now. You know, we're the pursued. We have to stay focused. And we practiced in January and February out in the cold. Now, the temperatures he listed were in the 40s and in the 50s. So they didn't have the 30s to practice in down there. Uh, like they're going to experience on Saturday. But I do believe they will be a focused team. They know what's ahead of them. I don't expect a, a great letdown. Um, mm-hmm. I, I do expect it, it's hard to have the same exact level of, of, of uh, competitive fire and execution when you've just defeated Alabama the way they did. Uh, but I also think there's, there's probably a little bit of wiggle room. They might not have to be perfect. Um, right. Arkansas secondary has been ripe for the taking, and they probably feel like between their passing game being pretty spot on these days and Jaden Daniels' ability to break the pocket and hurt people, that they could probably afford to have a few bad series and still move the ball and score points. Yeah, we haven't talked about Slusher being out nearly enough, I don't think. We all know what the impact is there. And he came back, and Arkansas was a little better. And then, uh, well, he's not there now. We all know what happened there. So, um, yeah, I just I don't feel great about this one. We'll see. What do you think about the Ole Miss-Alabama uh, game, Tom? <laughs> Lost interest moving on. Um, uh, I think that Ole Miss has had two weeks. I think they're going to have a superb game plan because they've seen the way teams have moved the ball on Alabama's defense, and this is not a vintage Alabama defense. They have their flaws. LSU throws some. Um, Arkansas moved the ball on with good bit. So I, I think they're going to have an outstanding offensive game plan. Can they slow down Bryce Young enough? Will it be a shootout? There's a chance it will be. We know that Lane Kiffin will become fully prepared to go on whatever number of fourth downs he needs to, and that makes a big difference to your team psychologically and like, oh, we can keep the ball. It used to be in the old days, oh, fourth and two from the midfield. Ah, they're punting. Not with this team. 
and and that can steal you some possessions, keep your team on the field. There's a whole huge psychological component to that. Having mm. said all that, I still think Alabama is going to come back really feisty at home after what happened to them and probably wins a close. It's at Ole Miss, right? Yes. I didn't realize Ole Miss was off a bye until today, until you said that. Hey, and let me throw this at you. What happens? LSU wins, beats Arkansas. Alabama's done because LSU clinches the SEC West. They're not playing for an SEC mm-hmm. championship. They're going to know the result when they kick off tomorrow night. How do you think that affects Alabama, or does it? Well, I, I, whatever their game plan will still hold and all that. And, yeah, there's been talk about Nick Saban teams when they lose, you know, the ultimate goal sometimes. They they don't perform as well. So it could come into play. I think the game is in Tuscaloosa, however. Not not 100, 100% on no, that. It's I a, think it's, it's in a, Tuscaloosa. It's, I'm looking at it. It's, at it's, in, Ox- it's yeah. in Oxford, yeah. Oh, is it? Oh, yep. holy smokes. Bought, that, bought I, I, I picked Stadium. Alabama to win. But that was when I thought the, the game was at home. Oh, my God. Well, Ole Miss has a real chance to win the game and a, a better chance if, if LSU has defeated Arkansas earlier in the day. Ole Miss is catching 12, right? Yeah. Yeah, I love Ole Miss now. Okay, let's, uh, let's talk basketball for a second, Tom. I, I, just because of the oddity of it, and it's the first game of the year, and, again, I'm not poking at Nick. It's just as a person who wants to see this team do well, I'm concerned about the situation with Nick Smith. I'm wondering if this is going to be something we're going to be talking about throughout the season and he's going to be taking some games off. Or maybe it's just the thing where he's being ultra-cautious because these games are going to be won regardless of whether he plays or not and trying to get himself fully healthy for the start of the SEC season. What's your take on the Nick Smith thing? Well, I don't have any ultra-great insight here, but I believe in the latter of your two two scenarios there, which is that they're just going to, they're trying to get his knee right uh, I think they listed it as like maintenance or whatever. Like, you know, just make sure he's healthy enough um, to, to go at the speed and, and, and the uh, intensity that he wants to play at. Um, hey, this is a 2022 reality, y'all. A guy who's projected to be a lottery pick. Um, they don't just rush into action. I mean, they have handlers and family and all that that understand that. You know he's going to get paid a lot of money in the, in the near future, and they want him to be healthy. So you you have to just deal with it and hope that the kid wants to play enough, you know, to to get out on the court at some point. I, I don't know right. the level of the extent of the injury, but you know you you have to you know believe that you know the kid wants to showcase, and there's a certain like um, element of. Uh, it's, it's theater in a way, you know. It's 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 performance, and he wants mm-hmm. to go out and perform and have the accolades and people to talk about him and get ready for for the draft when he puts his name in. Yeah, I understand that for sure. Uh, Fordham tonight, and uh, I'm going to assume that Arkansas won't have a real serious issue with Fordham. Although Tom, I'm going to be honest, I don't know anything about Fordham. Well, I listened. I, I I read up on all of Eric Musselman's quotes from the week, and they have a bunch of returning players. They have some three point threat. I mean, he always plays up what the threats are very well. His team is is, is completely attuned to to what can hurt them. And 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 part of the formula for an upset anymore is being a hot three point shooting team, right? And this Fordham team can do that. So I think they have a kid named Quisenberry or something. It starts with a Q. Yep. That's right. Who, uh, they're going to have to really account Shoot for sidearm, it. Tom. And, um, what's that? Shoot sidearm, like his Uncle Dan. 
Bench was in Barry. Oh yeah, man. But um, yeah, I think Makai Mitchell's Rhode Island team lost to those guys last year. So at least they have a on-site guy who can say, "Look, we got to be ready for this game." So I, I you know, they, they've got to continue to shoot better as the season goes on. And if Nick Smith is back in the fold soon, then maybe uh, you know they can start pushing toward what, what the heights that everybody feels like they should. Tom, we're going to let you go on that one. Appreciate you, buddy. Enjoy the weekend, and uh, stay warm. Appreciate it, guys. Have a good weekend. See you.